Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in to the Raider and the Saint podcast. Thank you guys so much. We are live on IG. This is the first episode back since the new year, since uh, everything that's been going on with me. Uh, thank you guys, man. Thank you guys so much for uh, all the support, man. And uh, I see you guys listening and tuning in. Uh, you know, I'm going through a lot right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm breathing. I'm working out. Doing what I need to do. I'm getting stronger by the day. Uh, two weeks ago, on a Friday, I, I, I was laying down by five. I was done. You know, walking on the treadmill, uh, a mile, riding the bike. Now uh, my endurance, my energy levels up, and uh, I was able to say, "Let's do a podcast today." It's Friday night. Today's date is uh, January 27th. The year is 2023. This is episode 142. And for the people that are watching IG Live or that'll be watching it later on. Obviously, you can see who's next to me if you work for UPS or if you're, you're a, a Teamster union member for Local 952. Before I get to him, I got a couple announcements. Uh, if you guys want to be a guest on the show, uh, you want to be an advertiser, a sponsor, you guys can get a hold of me at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That is the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That is all letters. Also, I'm on Instagram. Type in the Raider and the Saint. Also, Facebook. Don't really go on Facebook, but every once in a while, I'll check it. Uh, the new way is uh, Instagram. Uh, TikTok's really big. Uh, they got Rumble going on. There's a lot of big things that are that are happening in social media now where we're getting the message out. Uh, I'm happy I started this podcast four years ago. Well, I'm on my fourth year now. I'm really happy that I started it because it's growing. And uh, this is going to be the future to get the information out there. Talking to coworkers and, and explaining what's going on with, with in the union and stuff like that. Social media, man, is growing. I see uh, Teamsters has an Instagram. Uh, I seen also uh, Vic, who is uh, who is the new uh, secretary treasurer for Local 396. Shout out to him. He's got a new social media now. Everyone's starting to realize, hey, get social media is going to be the way. So uh, we're doing big things over here, man. So if you guys got anything you want to say, shoot me an email. Any Anybody want me to get on the show? I know people are asking me to get Eric Jimenez on. I am trying. He <clears throat> is going to come on the show. We just got to work out some kinks, you know, his scheduling and stuff like that. Uh, as, a, as a Teamster, we just had a re-election, right, uh, October. Uh, he just got sworn in last week, and uh, he's got a lot of things going on. So uh, he will come on. Listen, man, all this stuff's in the past now. We got to move forward as, as brothers and sisters, man. Uh, 
Just like I, I, I got into it with my sister or got arguments with my brother. Same thing. We're all brothers and sisters here. Uh, other than that, I got a couple shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, my boy Ricky, Ricky Ramirez, who uh, is a, has his own business. He's a car washer. He just detailed my Mustang uh, last week. So thank you so much for uh, doing that. Uh, he gave me a good deal. If you guys are looking to get your car washed, detailed, the guy's got all his equipment. He comes to you. Really good prices. You can hit him up at SoCal's Finest Car Wash. You can type it in on the, on the Internet. Or he's on IG. That's where he's working from, IG. Once again, IG is where it's at. Type in SoCal Washes. That's S-O-C-A-L-W-A-S-H-E-S, -S -S, SoCal Washes. Give him a follow. Drop a DM. Let him know, hey, uh, looking to get my car washed. Or uh, for me, I had my car clayed. And uh, came out really nice, real beautiful. I got the cover on and uh, going to be taking it out for uh, a couple things I got to uh, uh, attend. Also, Wimpy's Pawn Shop in Azusa, California. Another owner. They're all owners. Uh, main pawn shop in Baldwin Park. Shout out to them. I'm going to be stepping up or going over there, actually, because uh, everything that's happened to me with uh, congestion, heart failure and everything. I'm uh, going to go get me an Apple Watch, check my heart rate, make sure everything's going good. So... Got that going on. So shout out to them. I'll be attending there. I think my dad wants to go. He's looking to purchase a gun. Uh, everything that's going on in this crazy world. 10, 15 years ago, he'd get mad at me if I bought a gun. You know, what do I need a gun for? Now he's looking to buy one. So uh, glad to see that. And uh, going to stop by. And, and I'll let you guys know what, what they have. But uh, I've been promoting them for a very long time since I started this podcast. And they they have what you need. You know, uh, who? yeah, anybody wants a brand new Apple Watch or they want to brand new gold chain or they want something brand new they got brand new stuff there too but you know I, I'm, I'm cool with you stuff you know it's like I'm, the new apple watch is going for 800 dollars right now the apple 8 and that's crazy 800 dollars for a watch man you know much, much what i can do with that money anyways shout out to them uh let's get right to it my guest today as you can see if you're watching uh wayne addison wayne addison is a good friend of mine he used to be my shop steward until things fell out, uh, but he's here. He just ran for uh, president for a local 952, which they I won't say, it, but they fortunately lost. And mm -hmm. he wanted to come on the show, and he wanted to. Uh, he says that I'm going to uh, just I'm going to stick to uh, helping people still and educating people and doing my part as, as a, a union member. And, and I agreed. I said, this guy has got a lot of knowledge. I respect him. I always look forward for when he comes on the show or even talking with him at work. A lot of times when I talk with him at work in the morning, you got to be on your P's and Q's, man, because he's ready to rock and roll. And I'm <laughs> not even awake yet. And he's saying stuff and I'm looking at him and I'm trying to process it like a computer. And uh, like me, I, I, I don't get going to the evening time and I start that's when I start making my calls, talking to people. But this guy knows a lot, so he's here. He wanted to come on the show. He's my first guest of the year, and I'm glad he's here. Wayne Addison, welcome to the show, brother. How are you? I am well. Thank you very much. I told you I would come back on. I told you we'd wait for the uh, election to be over, win or lose. I was going to come on anyway. So before, before we even get to that, what happened to your Cowboys? Well, two interceptions and, uh, you know, another loss. 
So. Oh, my bad. My cameraman's a cowboy fan, too. That's hey, okay. I, yeah, I, I saw the sticker on his car. Oh, you did? Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that a boy. Oh, man. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's tough being a fan of a great team. I put money on them. I, 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 took, I took them in a parlay. I, I, I had faith. I thought this might have been their year. Yeah, I put money on them, too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. You know what? Football is life, and uh, it's not the end of the world, right? It's not the end of the world. You're a fan, and you'll always be a fan, and that's exactly what it's about. You're you're a fan. I had uh, CC Lamb in, my, in fantasy league. I was in my brother-in-law's fantasy league. I took first place throughout the year. I went. I think I went ten and two. And the guy that he beat me in the first, he was one of the guys that beat me. Uh, I ended up beating him twice in the season. I ended up going against him in the finals. He took second place. I had CC Lamb. I had Elliot, and I had Jefferson. Yeah, and I mean, spots. and uh, Jefferson, when he played against the Packers, got shut down. Mm-hmm. I got shut down. I ended up losing. And then that was a week where I had Joe Barrow as my quarterback too, and he played against Buffalo Bills when they had that uh, that hit against Hamlin, yeah, uh, number three from the, and they canceled the game. Uh, but anyways, he ended up picking up Tom Brady at last second because he had Hurts. Uh-huh. Hurts got hurt, and he had picking up Tom Brady. Tom Brady ended up scoring seventy eight points that week. <laughs> Pissed me off, dude. I go, you kidding me? I go, he hasn't scored anything all year long, and then the day he picks him up, he scored 78 points. But shout out to uh, uh, Jeff from uh, my brother-in-law's uh, fantasy league. It's a small league. I think I'm it was like a five 50. of those leagues. You in five? Yeah. I, I I was up to three, and one of the ones I was in, it was a $300 buy-in. It was my friends from high school, and we started at $20 buy-in. And as everyone started making more money, growing, get, growing their careers, started growing. It and it pretty was pretty competitive. It was that. real competitive. And yeah. me with the podcast, I, you know, when you're playing fantasy football and you're playing for that much, you're on their phone all the time. You're looking for energy, en- uh, anything. <laughs> Thursday around 445. Yeah. Saturday morning, Sunday morning. You're looking, you're looking, you're looking. And I just didn't have the time anymore. And I, and I started seeing my me going from – I did win one championship – uh, with the league, I think I was in there for over ten years, and you just start seeing. I start seeing my decline, and you know, I, I was losing focus. And it's a full time job when you start playing fantasy football. Yeah, it's sure luck. Is, man. You're a manager of a football team. Yeah, you put them together. You're the GM, the owner. You know, you can hire, fire, you can bench. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes I just bench all my players before you know next weekend. <laughs> I try to teach them a lesson. You know? Do you play any other fantasy? No, just that. I, I got. I, I was gonna get into the baseball one. Yeah. But dude, that takes every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every day. You got a hundred and what is it? Hundred and sixty-two games in a season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a daily, nightly. Yeah. I right now I just don't have the time. Maybe maybe later on in life or something. But I mean, because I love baseball too. Baseball is uh, baseball and football are my two sports. They're yeah, they're the ones I love the most. But uh, fantasy football has been—it's addicting. Yeah, it's addicting. How long you been playing for? Um, since two thousand two, I believe two thousand two. Okay. I started with a league with my neighbor next door. Okay. Um, he he had a league of guys. There were fourteen guys on there. One of the guys dropped out. He knew I liked sports, so he asked me if I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. He had to he had to tell me everything. You know, mm-hmm. this is back when we, you you had to write down all the players, mm-hmm. you know, and then we wrote them down for years. So we wrote down everybody who picked a player, everybody who had a player. Wow. And so we filled in all of our brackets on the teams, and then we had to go in ourselves and put our team in. So that's how basically it kind of started. Wow. And now, you know, if you're, if you're the uh, commissioner of the league, 
there are so many things on there that you can do as a commissioner. I'm a commissioner in two of them. Oh, and, okay. Uh, there, there are some things where you know you probably don't want to piss off the commissioner too much because you have the ability to adjust a score. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to uh, sometimes you got to make a decision, just like in the Hamlin game, mm-hmm. right? The guy goes down. What are you going to do? You got we we had people in championship games. Yeah, that was we a had, championship game for right, me, and yeah. I had Joe Burrow. I go, he's not going to score eighty points, so I said it's all right. Yeah, but maybe not, right? Yeah, but the the but point outcome people. could do whatever. Yeah. And a lot of those, a lot of those players on those teams have, uh, like I have, I, I give minus points on defense. Yeah. Um, if they score, if they, if they get 300 yards or more, mm-hmm. th- they could lose a point. If What'd you guys do there? 400 yards and you know, whatever. So the two people that were playing happened to be my wife and my uh, grandson. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to both of them and I said, look, we can keep the scores the way they are right now. Okay. And then what we'll do, because they each have a game next week. Mm-hmm. What I can do is I can I can leave the scores that they had because I think um, Burrow had like six, mm-hmm. um, Diggs had I don't know maybe six or whatever. Um, he had uh, Josh Allen, and I believe he had like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said I could leave those, and then next week I will adjust the scores of what they get and add it to your score your totals now mm-hmm. for the game because it was basically it. It was a championship, so yeah. there's no other no other week. Okay, but. I mean, with all that delay and everything that came down, you had ESPN zeroed out everybody. I took a picture of it before that happened. Then it came back on, and they said, well, they're probably not going to play this game or they may do this game, but uh, the the scores are what they're going to be. And you got two teams that are playing who are probably, at the time, maybe 18 points apart. Mm -hmm. So I I gave the decision to them. And I just said, what would you like to do? So they both came together and they said, look, erase the scores they have in this game and we'll take whatever they get in the next game. Mm. And then with the ability to adjust, I was able to take those scores, put them back into that game and adjust it and be able to tell you who the winner was. Because at the time, without the scores in there, my wife was the champion. Mm. Well, she was pretty good for about 10, 15 minutes, but she knew she had lost. (laughs) So... He, I, I, once I, once I fixed it, it was about a week later. I fixed it all. ESPN readjusted everything, and my grandson was the champion this year. Wow! So, what he, did you say again? You're in five? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. One I play online. That's. That's uh, what I was too much for me when I would do that because you're cheering for a player, but then the other, then you don't have that player on another team, and but the guy you're playing against has that player, and you're just like. Well, I have hey, a strict we, rule, and I think they like it. I, I don't pick any Eagles. <laughs> that's my that's my one thing. I'm just not gonna pick an Eagle player. Well, well don't you think that? Well, who do you want to win, the Eagles or the 49ers? Uh, the Bengals. Well, that's the Super Bowl, right? Exactly. But what about this game? I don't coming? even care. What oh, you don't care? Okay, are you kidding? <laughs> you guys hate. How come you guys hate Eagles so bad? Uh, they're in our division. Oh, and okay. They okay. Basically, okay. suck. So. Sorry, Eagle fans. If you're any out there, it's just my opinion. Don't don't come hate me tomorrow. Or Monday. Uh, it's just my opinion. You know, you say the same thing about the Cowboys. It's fine. What's that noise? Oh, somebody's bringing trash cans in. Sorry, folks. That's a beautiful thing, bringing <laughs> trash cans in. People, there's wind out there. Don't leave them outside, okay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was windy yesterday. UPS drivers are still delivering. We don't like trash cans in our way. <laughs> yeah, don't hit them in the dark. Yeah, that's, uh, what, you got any plans for the Super Bowl? You usually just hang out at home? We usually do a... Um, Super Bowl party um, every year. 
And okay. my, my daughter has uh, kind of stole that from us, which oh. is fine. So we all get together, the neighborhood, everybody gets together. We watch the Super Bowl. We, it's basically tailgating in a house. Nice. So it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a text, text Jeremy and Brandon about I needed squares, and they're all sold out already. I think Romero had, had some squares left. I go, I need squares. And hopefully, hopefully, Jeremy, if you're watching or listening, uh, I need, hopefully you put on those squares for me. Yeah, Steve, usually, Steve's good for it. Uh, usually, I usually I uh, yeah, I just hang out here. I hang out here with the family. Uh, my my sister in law comes over, and you know we set up in the backyard, bring the TV out here, and we cook food and stuff. Or I'll cook food, uh, but this year will be different. I, I got to cook different now. I've been eating different. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's low no sodium. Uh, not healthier, a lot of uh, Mediterranean food. Right. So I'll do, I, so I've been you know keeping busy just trying to figure out what what do I need to eat healthy. So I'll I'll do something like that. I do have a. <laughs> we went to Sam's Club the other day. And we were uh, looking for. I was like looking at the because I because w- w- what I do is, I go to heart real but people know already about my condition, what happened to me. Okay. So uh, what I'm talking about is when I had my uh, incident with my heart. So. When I go to a rehab or a heart rehabilitation, I go three times a week. They make me go to a class. So the first one was about my medication. So they teach you what your medication does for you, what you need to do. And so it's about an hour long. The second one I just had was nutrition. So they teach you what to look for, uh, you know, on the back of the package and stuff. So I went, I went to Sam's Club. I go, we got to get Sam's Club. We got to go get stuff for me. And mm-hmm. so we went and, and uh, you know, uh, I I had a Costco card years ago, but I, every time I'd go, I'd always spend eight hundred dollars. So uh-huh. I always stayed away from those places because you just I don't know what it is. It's easy to do. Yeah. So we we were walking through and and I haven't had red meat in over a, over a month. And so uh, I went by and I saw the big old uh, tomahawk. It was a, it's huge, just like oh, that yeah, thick. Baby. And people know if you want on IG, I cook them all the time. And and I bought one and my lady had it in the fridge. I go, what are you doing in the fridge? Put it in the freezer. I'm not gonna cook that yet, but I'm thinking about. I might do it for the for the Super Bowl for everyone and just slice into the pieces. Oh, that's and a beautiful something thing like that. Too, Heck yeah. But yeah, I see you like barbecuing too. Um, yeah, I basically uh, kind of designed my backyard just for that. Really? Did you see my little setup over there? I I, I passed by. It's beautiful. Thank you. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody, I want anybody if, if you don't have a barbecue, go get one. I mean, they make them, they make them for your patio. They make them for wherever they are. Uh, it's, it's good to burn a little meat once in a while. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. Uh, that's my Cheers thing. Cheers your soul. It does, man. It does. Yeah. I, I love it. I love uh, uh, anything, burgers, uh, steaks, chicken, just smoking. Like I, I'm smoking chicken and stuff like that. And it's it does. It, I play music back there and, and smoking stuff and just doing whatever. It does. It does when you say that. It does. It makes me feel good. And I did the other day. I, I, I smoked uh, salmon. Yeah. I mean, eating a lot of salmon. Also so to get you out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. That's that's my pastime. It's something to do. You know, it's something to just like you know, walk out, turn the TV on. You know, fire up the barbecue, put all my get all my stuff together. I mean, and this is sometimes, you know, twice in a week. Mm. You know, it's just kind of a routine. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love it. I definitely uh, love barbecuing and stuff. Uh, no, it helps. It does. I mean, it, it really does. It helps you. You know, they, there's so many things about like bad meat or you know, the meat's not good for you or anything. Did else you ever hear about the all you can eat meat? 
all you can eat meat? Well, like is they just like, eat they just eat nothing but meat. Is that like fake? Oh, Joe Rogan does it. Couple, you, couple. You, well, that, he, well, oh, he that eats his red meat. That was a long time ago. Uh, it's called the carnivore diet. That's what it's called, the carnivore diet. Uh, yeah, I think it was called something else years ago. Really? Yeah, I think somebody's just tagging on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a, he does a carnivore diet where he eats nothing but meat. Yeah, I mean, just red meat. Yeah, you can. I mean, I don't know if it. I mean, unless you're, if you're not active, I wouldn't suggest it. But yeah, if you're active, then yeah, I don't. I don't think there's an issue with it. What kind of steaks do you like? What's what's your favorite cut? All, all, <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all steaks, man. I like. I'll I'll cook it. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm I'm craving I'm craving a steak. How much How much time are we at right now? I got six minutes left. Yeah. Well, we could cut it now before we get to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's cut it now. We're going to take a break, folks. I wanted to just give you an intro of the podcast uh, for the people that are listening. I'll be right back. For people on IG, if you want to listen to the rest of the podcast, you can tune in to, uh, let's see, I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on Spotify, which is a real big one. It's, that's blowing up, too. But uh, we're going to cut loose on IG Live. Everyone who tuned in or is going to tune in, you could tune in to hear the rest of the podcast. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. All right. I love you guys. All right. I'll see you in a bit. Peace. All right, folks. We are back with a quick break. We had to put down the camera and then do some things. But we are back. Quick break. I'm, I'm here once again with Wayne Addison, uh, UPSer and uh, union member. Wayne, we just we just had an election for a local, local 952. And I asked a lot of people around. I said, what questions would you want me to ask him? Uh, you know, I know you got a lot of things to say. No, go for uh, it. One of, the, one of the questions is, uh, let's, let, I know it's, it happened in October. Uh, you know, I'm, I'd like to move forward, but I think we, we owe it to people who supported us, right, or right. supported you guys. I supported you guys. Right. Uh, you know, uh, reflecting back on the campaign, uh, what was your assessment of everything and what happened? <clears throat> My assessment of the, just the campaign? Yeah, the campaign. I mean. I think our, no, I look, I, I've i heard a lot of different stories about our campaign, and I've heard a lot of people, you know, give the opinion that, uh, you know, we came out too late or that uh, um, we just we just didn't have enough support or we didn't have, um, you know, anybody, any backing, basically, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, that uh, we had no real shot and we had no chance. But our campaign was was very diligent. We did we did everything we needed to do from the time that we decided who was going to be in their spot. By the time we had decided who's going to be on the slate, um, there was a lot of meetings prior to all that. And a lot of the stuff that we decided not to not to put out right away. I mean, when you're developing this stuff, when you're putting it together, this this would have been this now is would have been my fifth campaign. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you need to work with people. You need to understand how these people are going to work within that campaign. How are these people going to mold together? What what are we bringing to to each person's spot or table? Um, a lot of people ask the questions like, you know, where's Grant? Where's this? Where's that? Hey, if you have those questions for him, ask him. Go ask him because mm -hmm. that's th th those aren't my choices. My choices was to run in the campaign. Mm -hmm. Ran on the delegate. Um, we did very well on the delegate. Um, the support was there at that time. 
once we started rolling with this, there'd been a whole nother almost year that had passed by. Um, we knew what we wanted to do. We knew what we wanted to put out to members and everything that we put out to members was true. There was no falsities in what we told members about, mm -hmm. right? You can only give so much information to somebody, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you look at the information that's on the other end of that, uh, it was the other guys, right? There was no name put to it. There was no anything else, you know? And look, kudos for them, okay? It's very hard to beat an incumbent. Yeah, someone that's already in office. We're not there. We don't get to go to each account each and every day. Um, we work out of our own accounts. We can try to organize within what we have, right? But mm -hmm. there's there's other rules that preclude us from doing anything else. Mm -hmm. So now we have to take our own our own money, any support that we can find within the membership. Um, we have to create um, any type of merchandise or anything you know that that people can wear. Mm -hmm. We have to then take days off. We have to sometimes leave our family for the entire day. Mm -hmm. And that starts at four o'clock in the morning, sometimes mm -hmm. three thirty in the morning. And we don't get home until seven, eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then the next day we have a job to do. Or we give up certain things that we do to go out and, and talk to members. Mm -hmm. Right? So all of those things that we did, uh, I have no regrets over anything that we did. Mm -hmm. Uh Carlos Quinones that, that guy is a solid dude, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And the rest of the slate was. Mm -hmm. Everybody else on that slate were solid people, mm -hmm. right? Um, I do look at that as, you know, people thought, well, they just didn't have enough in the tank or maybe somebody didn't know somebody else or somebody doesn't know who these people were. Mm -hmm. We put ourselves out there. We put ourselves out to the members. Mm -hmm. Try putting yourself on a ticket where there's 9,000 people wanting to know who you are, questioning who you are, and then hearing the shit that you hear from other people, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's similar to being a steward at times. Mm -hmm. um, there's good, bad, and ugly to that job, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You've got to sometimes give people bad news, right? Mm -hmm. you've, got to, you've got to tell them, no, this is, dude, this is bad. And sometimes you give them great news. You give them a grievance, bam, it's done. Mm -hmm. But being on a campaign is totally different. Okay, you're putting yourself, you're exposing yourself to everybody that's out there. Mm -hmm. Right? And a lot of the people that we talked to, they told us exactly either how they felt or what they felt about the members first slate. Mm -hmm. They told us. Right? So going into that, um, I mean, I don't know how far you want me to to, to tell you, but we said if we could get more people to vote in mm -hmm. this election, we felt very strong about what we had done. Mm -hmm. Everything that we had done, we felt very strong about. Mm -hmm. um, I know there was a, uh, I, you ever see those small mail totes? They're kind of short, long, white, mm -hmm. and they hold envelopes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do it at the post office. So there was one of those envelopes. Or one of those things, yeah. Things that was in the back of the car, and they were either wrong address, and may have never been corrected, or they were just undeliverable. Well, I don't know how many ballots that holds, mm -hmm. but those don't get counted. Mm -hmm. Those don't go into the mix. Uh, then we had approximately 800 ballots that were um, 
uh, question. Um, they not sure if they're still a member. Maybe they had retired. Maybe something, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Um, you look at the difference between those votes and everything else that's out there. Still bringing in 2,600 votes was good. Now, if these people, if 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 the other side brought more votes, great. That's that's what you're supposed to do, mm -hmm. right? But the whole thing about the campaign, not only just what we did, but the whole thing about the campaign was to get to mem get members to start using their voice, start mm -hmm. to wake up a little bit, mm -hmm. wake up. You know, I wish we would have known how many UPSers took part in this election because it's important, especially with our contract, which we'll get to in a, in right. a moment. But you know, I, w I wish we I would know the numbers on that. Well, we have approximately. I believe it's almost 900 and some odd members in Laguna and about 900 and some odd members in Anaheim. They're very close. So there's 18, almost 1,900 members in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if 2,600 people voted, where where did the 2,600 votes come from? Mm -hmm. Right. So it could be OCTA. It could be anywhere. It could be it could be grocery. It could be uh, you know Albertsons. It could be it could be wherever they came from. Mm -hmm. The main portion of why we run a campaign or why we run for an election is basically to see what the members how active they are how active are you what do you know what do you know about what's happening mm -hmm. and then you've got seven thousand votes still sitting out there out of nine thousand some odd members that's crazy it's it look it, it, if you look across all the other elections that were out there and everything else, you got 16,000 members, I believe, in Local 63, mm -hmm. almost, or 15,000, or whatever the wow, number is. Huge. They only had, what, 8,000, 9,000 people vote? So there's an issue, right? There is an issue. There's an issue to member participation. That's a lot, though. That's more than half, then, wouldn't it? Isn't that more than well, half? That's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I, we it, had, what, 26, 27%? And I, 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 I'm guessing that, that okay, whatever okay. that number was, I mean, I hear this, I hear that, I hear you know people tell me. So I'm I'm kind of guessing just maybe it was ten thousand. You know, what I'm trying to say is the members need to become active. They need to they need to understand that being a teamster is something completely different than than working for anybody else in a corporation or working for anybody else where you do not have somebody who has your back. Mm -hmm. You need somebody who has your back. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. you, and, and, and a lot of them, a lot of members that are there now and a lot of members that have that have left and a lot of members who are new have all had somebody either talk to a manager, talk to a supervisor, do something for them to keep them within their job. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, the locals part of that is to facilitate what maybe a steward can't do or any change of language or any other type of thing that goes on at the local plus to run the local. Right. There's mm -hmm. a lot of money coming in there. Members wake up. What are you paying for? You're paying, paying for this. For, You're yeah. paying for this to happen. You're paying for these things to go on there. Mm -hmm. Right? Are you getting what you're paying for? Are if if you if you truly think you're getting what you're paying for, then then great. That is awesome. But continue to be a teamster. Continue to educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't let things go awry. Don't let things slip a little bit. And yes, mistakes are going to happen. There's going to be mistakes. There's always some sort of mistake, mm -hmm. right? But you fix those mistakes and we move on. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Who's our enemy? The corporate. Corporate. Right. That's our enemy. Our enemy isn't us. It's not us. Mm -hmm. 
We are not the enemy. Mm-hmm. And to hear some of the things that came out prior to the election, you know, things that may have been said about myself, other members, and whatever else that happened, those are things that need to be fixed. I don't like how, yeah, how that turned out. Uh, going, getting personal and, and talking personal, and this uh, Wayne's this, and he's not that. Like one thing, it's just it got really, really bad towards the end where it just. You got you got to I step back and I think about it and I go, why would you do that? But, you know, these these guys, they don't they don't you what 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 else do they do if they lose in the, if they lose the election? They're out of a job. So they got to they got to go really, really low. But, man, at the end of the day, man, this is our brothers and sisters. There's a, Once it's over, <laughs> you got to you got to move forward. There's a difference and apologize. between going low and stating what's right. OK, there is a huge fuck it. There's a huge fucking difference between that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you you can go low. But when you run for an election or you run for some sort of office, you do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better hope your closet's clean. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Your closet is clean before you walk into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we have there now, if, if, if the whole idea was to move forward, we're moving forward, mm-hmm. don't look back. Well, some of those people over there need to look back a little bit. Okay, Mm because we've known each other for how long? Long time. Right? Long time. And and one of them over there, the Secretary Treasurer, has known myself and a lot of us for a long time. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've never had any issues. We've never had problems. We've never been, we've worked together. We have worked together on things. Okay, we've helped each other out during that time. I've told many people this. He used to call me Big Wayne a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we knew each other. We had a relationship back then of knowing each other and knowing what we were what we we're trying to accomplish. Whatever's changed over that time has changed, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you the right to come in and decide that whoever doesn't like what you're doing gives you the opportunity to then enact some sort of vengeance on them. Because one big thing he used to say, and he still says it to today. He would say an injury to one is an injury to all. That's a big union thing, right? We stand behind each other. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in to text Steve, we're going to all be right there because an injury to Steve is an injury to all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what that means. Mm-hmm. You may not like what I represent. You may not like who I vote for. Mm-hmm. You may not like who I like in the, in the next presidential election. That has nothing to do with your fucking business. If I'm doing my job, then I'm doing my job. But when you want to when you want to start attacks that aren't true, or you want to come in and do certain things, there's a big difference. That's an injury to one, which means you're injuring all of us. Mm-hmm. So your job there is to protect the local. Your job there is to protect the members. That's what the job is for. Start doing that job. So they're protecting themselves. And that's I what they know, did this past election. I don't know election. any of them. Any, look, and a lot of them have been there. I, have, I, I still have some friends in there because I've, I've, been, yeah. I've been at UPS for 32 years, 33 years mm-hmm. come June. And I know a lot of people over there still. And I will still go talk to them. Mm-hmm. I will still walk in and, and, and talk to them. I talked to all, all three of the business agents and Eric during the campaign, I walked through. I sometimes I would forego my EAMs to go out and campaign. 
to be at work at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once again, giving up my time, my livelihood mm-hmm. to go campaign for the members. I walked right through with them. I spoke calm. I spoke collectively until one of them decides to chirp. Well, it's a campaign, brother. So if you're going to start spouting something out or use something that you don't like, then maybe at some point in time you should take a look in the mirror. All right? Mm -hmm. Because just like you said, the campaigns can get ugly. They can get dirty. They can get whatever else. Mm -hmm. Speak the truth, brother. Mm -hmm. Just speak the fucking truth. Mm -hmm. You do that and everything works itself out. Mm -hmm. But when you want to start lying or you want to you want to some somehow become hypocritical to to what you say is going on and what else you don't say is going on. Then it's time for somebody to come speak up Mm -hmm. because you you ran the last three years on the that the business agents weren't around. Business agents weren't doing their job that, uh, you know, what was one? One of them I heard, I, I, I believe it was on your show. Um, Patrick Kelly was getting like three pensions. Um, another one um, that. Uh, no, that was Ron Herrera. Well, okay. Let's, before, well, before I, we get there. Okay, yeah, before yeah, before yeah, we yeah. get there, let's, let's, let's start here because I, I got a lot to say about that yeah, too, if, you, yeah. if you'd like. I mean, yeah, we can yeah, talk yeah. about it. So if, if all that, if all that is, is what's bugging the, all the members, if the, all that is, if, no members are talking about that. For one, brother, we're we are teamsters. Yes. What do we try to earn as a teamster? A pension. Oh, exactly. Did you earn your pension? Uh, yeah, I'm earning, earning it? it. I'm earning it. Are you yeah. earning it right now? How about the guys who are retired? Are they earning it? They've earned it. They've earned it. Let's say they go get another job, and that job comes with a pension. Do you believe they should not receive that pension? No. Well, then there you go. Right. Yeah. Just, a, just a little answer to your to your last question. Yeah. Right. That's what we fight for. We fight for you to be able to retire with dignity. We fight for your rights at work. We fight for your contract. We fight for what is right for you. Mm-hmm. That's their job. Mm-hmm. OK. But when you go to a specific attack on certain people or you go in to say that certain people are wrong because they want to vote for somebody different. Once again. Read your constitution. You have 24 straight months of good standing with the union. You have a right to run for office. You have that right. So I don't have to be a shop steward to run? Apparently not. You don't even have to be a shop steward to be a business agent. I was told by someone that we both know, they said, if you want to run, you need to be a, a shop steward at least. Or be, or, or if you want to be a BA, you got to be a shop steward. Who said, who, Really? Really? Yeah, that's the rules. Yeah, I'll tell you after the show. I don't want to. Can you can you be, can you be fired and then rehired as a BA? Weren't a shop steward at that time. No, well, well, this person told me he goes if you want to for for his local, if you want to run for any position within the local, you you need to be a, at least a shop steward. Uh, well, maybe he's also, telling you that because you want to have some experience when you get in there. But I never. But because uh, I. I when it all happened, I said, fuck, if anybody could run, why, why don't everybody just start running then? And then just make it a popularity contest. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's how maybe that's how they won the last time. I don't know. Look, look, if, you, if you're if you're if you're voting for somebody vote. OK, but if you're voting for people in the wrong idea of what you think, 
then then go talk to the person. Go ask them that question. Go ask. I'll, I'll come on and tell you whatever you want to know. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to know, I'm an open book. I've always been an open book. Yeah. But I've also been very vocal about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what people liked about it. Or maybe that's what people enjoyed about who I was or mm-hmm. as a steward or whatever I did. Mm-hmm. But for my own business agent to go on and talk about me when he's only known me for less than three years and then to claim all the stuff that he claimed on his little video is by all means just hypocritical once again it's mm-hmm. ridiculous okay he claimed that somehow has he even been at work since all the election i think i've seen a lot less of them now i don't know i look we heard on the campaign and most of the places that we went to that they don't even know who the ba was and they also said that they've never seen their ba and they've also said that their ba doesn't show up and one time when their ba did show up he drove by and saw us all out there and continued to drive you're a business agent, for Christ's sake. I know you think you're going to lose your job. I know you think that you might be worried. That was the other thing I heard on one of your podcasts, that they felt that they weren't going to lose. Really? You didn't think you were going to lose? Because why Why were you disconnecting yourself from it all? Why were you not being with your members who, when we talked to them, suggested that they hadn't seen you in months? And I don't know what's going on. And I, I look, everybody complains about you name it. They're going to complain. Right. And they might just be complaining just to complain. But if you're there. Come out and say hello. What were you told that if we come into office that we're 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 wiping the slate clean of everybody in there. Brother, we need people to run stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, we need to we you need to hire people. You need to hire business agents and whatever else. Mm -hmm. We weren't coming in to wipe anything clean. We were coming in to fix the issues that the members wanted fixed. Mm-hmm. And the members are still talking about those issues. But back to my business agent talking about what he was, he's deciding to talk about. You don't go make those claims on your, on your post, on your Facebook page, without having something to back them up. Okay, because those things aren't correct. Mm-hmm. They aren't right. And you're actually taking, taking a shot at me for something because you're too afraid to come talk to me or you're too afraid to, to you know to to voice an opinion just and ask the question to me he says that i gave somebody a a, a one-day warning or a one-day suspension so i gave it to him as a shop steward i i gave a guy and made him take a one-day suspension when nick says my business agent says <laughs> that he got the letter and saw that the letter was completely wrong, but Wayne Addison made him serve the suspension anyway. Now, here's a little, here's a little trivia for all your, all your listeners. If you've ever been suspended, you know what happens, mm-hmm. right? The company's going to give you a suspension. Mm-hmm. We can discuss it right then and there, but if they're dead set on giving you the suspension because they've already given you a warning letter or mm-hmm. however it works in your craft, mm-hmm. the next step is for the uh, steward to write a grievance on that suspension, mm-hmm. unjust suspension, mm-hmm. given on this date, mm-hmm. which he turns into the business agent. Now, a letter can get sent out by the company because mm-hmm. you got a lot of them that want to get that letter out in, in enough time. Mm-hmm. So they send the letter out. So the letter goes to labor, goes to the member, and goes to the business agent. So how the fuck would I know that the letter was written wrong? I don't get one, but I wrote the grievance. But somehow I made him serve the one-day suspension anyway. 
pretty confusing, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it could sound confusing to certain people who don't know what's going on, mm -hmm. right? He mm -hmm. wanted to talk about grievances that I, that I filed. He wanted to talk about that I didn't work with him. Okay, I worked with him. We worked together for close to, he came in in 2020, and then I was removed in September. He called me the worst steward ever, but he started with, he heard I was a great steward. Nay, he said I was the worst, not steward, teamster ever, I think is what he said. I was the worst teamster ever because I wouldn't work with him, and I turned the entire center on him. And I said, I didn't. I don't turn people on people. We work together. Yeah. We worked on many grievances. We also worked up in labor with Ralph Dominguez, who was, who was actually his uh, coordinator, right? Mm -hmm. And we had two or three cases up there in labor. So we, we did work together. Mm -hmm. I never failed to start writing grievances. I never failed to stop writing grievances. Mm -hmm. But once I started asking questions, that's when it all started. Because I'm asking questions to ensure that I'm writing the correct grievance. I know how much time I have to write one. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it long enough, mm -hmm. right? But when I'm getting questioned on putting my name on a grievance to write, we need to discuss that, mm -hmm. okay? So as far as working together, I have plenty of information that shows we work together, right? Mm -hmm. He thinks I changed the contract. I didn't change the contract. I don't have that right. I don't have the right to go in and say, we're not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have that right at all. Mm -hmm. I think the ST and the IBT would have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. Right? So I didn't change anything. There's things called agreements. We make agreements within our work areas a lot. They're not contractual, but they're an agreement. They're a work agreement. Mm -hmm. So I never changed the contract. I worked with labor on the agreements that we had in place. Mm -hmm. So when he talks about 9-5 and 11-5 and he wasn't sure what it was, come ask me. Okay, that was an agreement that myself and other people had worked on years ago. Mm -hmm. Never had an issue with it. Okay? Mm -hmm. But these are, these are the hypocritical things when you have also your local coming back at you. Right. He also mm -hmm. says that's why he removed me. That's Nick, my business agent, mm -hmm. said that's why he removed me. I got a letter from the ST because I requested it asking the ST why he removed me. Not my business agent. My business agent was there. Didn't say a word. He didn't say one word when the ST came in and removed me that day. So don't don't try to ruffle your feathers and act like you you know you 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 are the one who is setting the standard because you're not you're not setting the standard. Yeah, that was a that was a low blow, man. Like what once I heard that they removed you, I said, why would they remove Wayne? That that I've known him for many years, and you you're the the the, the gold standard of a shop steward. I mean, I would I would you were like my. You still are. I mean, you're 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 the ace in the back pocket or up the sleeve. Like, I won't use you because I I'm gonna learn the contract myself. I'm gonna read the contract and know my rights and know know my my, my articles and know how to and defend myself. But if there's things that I wouldn't know, uh, I'd go to you, right? Hey, Wayne, you know, I'm, I need help with this. And 
there was times when I had FMLA and, and, and I had to get FMLA or had flare-ups. And I came to you and I says, hey, they're coming at me. They're, they said that I can only use uh, two in a row. And, and I know it used to be four and it was three. And a year you're like, yeah, no, you're right. Let me go and talk with them. But they were trying to find, like, if I didn't know anything to take advantage of me, to write me up or punish me. And you, you knew things like other shop stewards didn't. That they were like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. I, I got to look. And because there's labor laws, there's labor laws and there's other things you need to know just beyond even beyond our contract and, and where we're going through. And you go beyond that and not just a contract, but, you know, labor laws and, you know, a lot of things. And, and so I, I'm not going to go. I wouldn't go to you every little thing. I will make sure that I do it myself and learn myself. And I think everyone needs to to, to learn and and understand the contract and, and understand labor and law and, and educate yourselves because you can be easily manipulated by someone who doesn't know anything and goes, Oh, I don't know. You know, let me, let me look at it. Like one thing about Grant was when I was going through some things and I would ask him questions, he goes, Hey, I don't know the answer. He goes, but give me to the end of the day. Let me look it up. And he would look it up and look at the contract, go online, look at things. And he'd come back with me with an answer. I don't know if we're getting that right now. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of goes so, back to what are you paying for? Yeah. I mean, look, it's a hard enough job already, but it's an even harder job when you start stacking shit up on you. Okay. So if, if you want to bring the members back together, stop the hypocrisy. You want to bring members back together, stop taking, uh, taking it out on members that either didn't vote your way or just don't like what you're doing. Because that's every member's right to choose what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got people working for him over there that have either been a steward or who have been appointed a steward. And those people have gone after members. They've gone to HR. They've gone to HR about members. Okay. One of them now works within the local, try to get somebody terminated or disciplined based on the fact that they just didn't like them no and way they wanted to create some sort of scene so they went and tried to get a member disciplined we get the we union had, did that one of the people that works there now fuck that you better not but, i better not find out who did that shit i'll okay, be pissed but see, this is what i'm trying to say that's not that's not how things work no and it doesn't work that way because once again an injury to one is an injury to all yeah, I'm, okay. I'm tired of this holding grudges so, and so shit why, like that. So, so if you're appointing these people, but then you want to go after a member or you want to go after a different member because they voted some way or maybe they were on our campaign, God forbid that they tried to help out or, or use their voice. But then you want to go after that member for something that um, doesn't have any merit, doesn't have any anything at all to, to where you can't bring two members together and discuss it with them. Or you can't bring the members in and say you guys need to start getting along because an injury to one is an injury to all. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's what causes your separation. That's what causes your divide within your local. Okay? We've never had a divide in our local the way that I believe we have one now. Mm -hmm. All right? I, you can't go voice your opinion there that the environment isn't what you would say comfortable. Obviously, you didn't go to the meeting last I week. Went, I went in November. Okay. Right after the election, I went in there. I wanted to go visit our good, our good friend Sal. Mm -hmm. I went with uh, Frank Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. We went to the meeting. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You went to go visit Cell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all these things that you talk about, all these things that you you discuss. You know, you discuss. Uh, you know, contract information. Great. You want to discuss that? Discuss that. But when there's an issue with a member, and this happened in in uh, November, they were talking about a member that I I understand or or or, or think that supposedly crossed the picket line. Okay. That we had that in 97. Yeah. Right. What we did was we got those members out of there and we spoke to them. Mm -hmm. All right. They want to take it to a whole new level. Okay. They want to take it to an entirely new level, not mentioning any names until somebody in the audience of the local, a member, I guess, or somebody in there yelled out this person's name. And everybody started applauding. Once again, man, Jeez. why are what, what what are we trying to do here? Witch hunting? Are we yeah? Are we trying to delete members from our membership because we need everybody we we can to keep our membership as high as it can so that they can go make the money that they make. Mm -hmm. Look, nobody's going to question how much money they make if they're doing their job. Mm -hmm. Okay, but you don't get to come in to a workplace and then use the fact that you don't like the way that members put together their campaign material for somebody different than you and then send off an email to uh, labor telling labor that these uh, members uh, uh, memorabilia or whatever they have in there is uh, being placed in certain places and uh, that that's disciplinary. So you send an email against members. That's one thing that I've, I've always been told from from my good friend uh once again he just got promoted so he, he I, i'm gonna keep him nameless he's been on the show so I'll, people will figure it out one of the things is he's always told me he's like whenever i'd call him with the situation or something going through and or this driver's complaining about a driver talk he, one thing is you never go to management you never go and complain to you go to that driver at your brother at your sister Hey, I didn't like the way you you did this or you, your route. Like, well, you you the customer. Like, hey, not going to management and going, hey, he did he should exactly be disciplined. Right. You can't do exactly that. Exactly right. And that's like one of the golden rules of being a team. Exactly and right. But one of our that? representatives did that. Yeah, no, they should be they should be replaced. That's okay. not that or this discipline. If like, they hey, want, dude. If, if members want to go campaign and they want to campaign with their own merchandise and they want to do whatever, fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's their choice. It's their choice whether or not you work there or not. It's their choice whether or not I would be working there or not. Mm. I'm not. And I'm, okay, you, you didn't see me go off the rail. But the fact that nothing changed right after the election, I mean, the attacks on me were enough. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, that was plenty. Mm -hmm. And I, I always look back at it as you, you, you came after me. Mm -hmm. Well, I must be one badass motherfucker because mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. came after me. Mm -hmm. But then when they started going after everybody else, it was like, what in the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. why, why are we going out and either making up what happened to somebody or why are we creating an issue that gives you the right to go and remove that person from the position that they've been in for exactly how long? That is still the member's choice. That should remain the member's took choice. Took away our voice. It should, no, it should never change. Exactly. Exactly. It should never change. Yeah. Yet, yet you want to you want to go back and say what a great job you're doing, and you want to you want to cater to the people that that like you, but 
listen up, man. There are 7,000 votes laying out there. And if you want these next three years to be comfortable and do your job, then fucking do your job. That's exactly where I sit. Just do your job. I'm not, I'm not, I was, I wanted to run. I was asked to run. I ran. Okay. I put Mm -hmm. myself out there. I did what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. But did that get any type of, no, it, as soon as the election was over, they walked in and they removed another steward. Mm-hmm. No, 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 and then appointed two more. Did you not learn your lesson yet? Because all they're doing is they're appointing these people. How do you know they're not paying these stewards? Because the, the local pays their dues. Hmm. Okay, so are, are you now, let's ask this question. Are you getting what you're paying for out of your stewards? The company for an art and, and art. I want, and not, look, I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to put you I, on, well, no, you can put me on the spot. No, I don't I want mean, to put you on the spot. But, okay, you, you got people who have no, they, they've never been involved. They've never been to a, a meeting at the local. They've never been that teamster except for what they get. Mm-hmm. Okay? And they, they would ask questions all the time. They ask plenty of questions. They mm-hmm. always ask questions, which is great because mm-hmm. that's what we keep talking about. Mm-hmm. Inform yourself. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Right? Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, boom, you're a steward. You feel comfortable about going in the office with some of the ones? Fuck no. Okay. No disrespect. No. And I'm no not disrespect try- at I'm all. Not, look. But it's, it's, it takes. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are we paying for that? Yeah, we are. I, okay. But the, the fiduciary responsibility of the ST is to inform the members of what they're spending. It's his responsibility to inform us. Okay, legally it would be a judiciary responsibility, which he also has. He has those two responsibilities to inform the members of what's happening, what's going on. Mm. And the hypocrisy that goes on for certain members and other members are looked away from because you got people working there right now who if if they were to vote the other way, he would go after them. They would definitely go after them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, why aren't you cleaning up your house? And if this information, they want to discuss it, go discuss it. Mm. But again, leave my fucking name out of your mouth. Because you know what you said was wrong. It's discriminatory. Okay? It's it's not correct. Mm-hmm. And I've had another person online do that to me too. And the person online who everybody knows, and I'm not going to say his name because it's not in my mouth anymore because I took it right out. Oh, he's okay. a piece of shit. Okay. I don't, so, even, I don't even look at that so shit So one of more. us knows. Does the audience know? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so, anyway, whatever. No. So yeah, I know what you're I, t- I talked to this person on the campaign. Here's a little story for, for the members out there. He, talk, I talked, he to, talked about me, too, and in my uh, podcast. I, I had a, I'm a, I'm a, a grant. Uh, uh, You're a grandster. I'm a grandster, and I'm this and that. Like you don't fucking know me, dude. Go well, listen to 140 of my episodes before you even judge well, me, because you listen to one fucking if, if episode. If you're back in the the uh, hypocrisy slate, then you know that's what you need to do. <clears throat> because if you're calling it members first, then fucking get the members involved, get the members, and get them the right information. That's not a members first. That's mm-hmm. a me first. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not members first when you're doing an injury to one is an injury to all. That's a me first. But this person who I talked to on the campaign, we finally worked out our issues, finally worked them all out. And then 
with whatever happened with the LA Fed and whatever went down over there, he decided to put my name involved in the same type of bullshit that was going down there. And do you think that's one question I was going to get to? Uh, did that affect the election? What will happen to Ron Herrera and everything? Do you think that affected the election because no. we we supported him with uh, back uh, when we uh, when he was campaigning and he supported. Support, support a solidarity slate well, and all that. Well, if that's the case, how come 952 voted overwhelmingly to put Ron Herrera in? That's true. I didn't think about that, yeah. How come 396 voted overwhelmingly to put Ron Herrera in? Mm -hmm. Okay. Whatever happens outside of this, you can't control. I can't control it. Nobody can control it. I can't, I can't make that decision for you, right? But at the same time, do not include, especially myself, in a remark that shows some sort of racism to it. Because that was fucking bullshit. I'm a, I have a biracial family. And I got this guy on the text and I told him exactly what I felt about him. I ended every conversation with fuck off. He would chime in, fuck off. He would chime in, nope, you're fuck off. And that's it. I haven't heard from him since. I don't think he's written about me since. And maybe he will after this, but fuck off. Because it's, uh, it's not correct. You're talking about people you don't know. You've never met me. You don't know who I am. And my my thing is 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 about making sure that what we do here and everything else that goes on continues to go. That's been uh, Carlos's thing. That's been Grant's thing. It's been all of our things. Is making sure that this project, the Teamsters itself, continues to roll on. We all want to make sure that we can retire and retire with dignity. So the house that we have now needs to be cleaned up. Stop the hypocrisy. Stop attacking members because you don't believe in their political political views or you don't believe in or they don't believe in what you actually believe in. The golden and rule I was taught, do not lie, cheat or steal. Well, what's the first one? Lie. Well, look, again, it, it, I get people Why is it? Why are they I mean, look, this is what I could think. This is what I what I'm thinking. It's it's I I, t I texted this to a friend of mine uh, once again uh, not gonna say his name I, I I get angry what I see I get I get frustrated and I and, I, and one thing I said is uh, I said I feel like this is like high school man it's just a popularity contest <laughs> and I go and it's frustrating and, and and I was pissed and angry I go this is bull and he says he goes this is politics if you don't like it you know then then don't participate but I go but this isn't right. You know, it's about it's about doing what's right. It's about doing your job and attacking people and taking it personal. You can't take it personal. I didn't, this podcast, people talk shit and they they post shit about me and and uh, send me messages and I don't take it personal. If you don't like it, change the channel. But right here, this this podcast is about the truth, integrity, and and doing what's right and doing our job and and we're we're moving. We got to move. Do what's right. Keep your keep your head up, and it, it is disrespect for what happened to you, Wayne. It, I took it personal personally too because it's still up there on some on some of the uh, stuff on I, IG and Facebook, that video, and it, it needs to be taken down. Like we got to stop taking it personal. Do you want to come on this podcast? You keep telling oh, I want to come there, you know, because you're the op uh, he says you can't come on because he's the opposition. Uh, well, what are you going to talk about? Wait, wait, who can't come on? Uh, John Anselm wanted to come on the show before everything went down, and I told him, I says, "Well, you know, you're you're, you're the opposition." I mm -hmm. said, uh, "I can't give you my platform. You know, this platform, a lot of people listen, and 
if, if I give you the platform, you're going to promote that's your a, stuff. It, that's and, another uh, person that, you know, I don't, I don't have ill will. No, I don't. No, and I don't either. I don't have ill will. What I'd like you to do is what I just said about 15 minutes ago. Keep my name out of your fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay? I've been a member here longer than, than they have. Longer than I've been alive. Okay? What are you, 35 years? <laughs> 33. 33. I was in close. June. But still. Shit. Look, I, 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 I never did any job for me. Okay? I was running for the members. I knew what that job was going to entail, and mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a lot. I had to prepare my wife for what may happen when, if I do take this job mm-hmm. or I do get voted in for this job. Mm-hmm. And she had to understand that I'm going to be gone sometimes. I'm not going to be around. I might be, I might be out somewhere. Yeah. I mean, what, what Carlos and I and the, rest, and the rest of us within the Solidarity Slate had put together, we were planning what we would do to fix what's happening. Member organi- organization member involvement, everything that we needed to know and do to get people within within the Teamsters to let's go. When people go out there and they and they post the, the random shit that they post about the Teamsters and they post all this stuff and they throw a bunch of shit at the wall and hope mm-hmm. that one of them sticks, you know what that's called? That's called union busting. Mm-hmm. Because in order for somebody to want to join the Teamsters or want to join a union, are they going to read this shit online and go, fuck, I ain't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to go get hired for the Teamsters. Are you mm-hmm. real the shit this guy's posting online? Mm-hmm. Okay. What we talk about here is we're talking about just locally. Local thing, right? yeah. And, and what have I continued to say? Fix the house. Stop the hypocrisy. Stop the shit. Okay. You want to bring members together? Then do your job. It's not a popularity contest anymore. All right. You're talking about people's lives. You're talking about people's income. You're talking about their job for fuck's sake. And you want to go play little games and bring people in because you've got meritless complaints about them. And you want to hold your little tribe tribunal and, uh, you know, act, act, act like a boss or judge and jury. Come on, fuck. Let's Mm -hmm. go. This is Mm -hmm. this is fucking ridiculous. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You don't want to put somebody's name on a ballot because why? I must be one bad motherfucker because you don't want me even even near this place. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's what you continue to do, then I'm going to continue to have everybody call me a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. You want to make up a story about me walking around and ripping shit out of people's hands? I mean, that story went all the way down to the fact that I put my fucking foot on his neck. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've never seen you mad. <laughs> The only time I seen you mad was you when uh, you won't when they took mad. your name off the ballot. Yeah, well, I that, got a little pissed that, off there. I was like, dang! I, I, I walked in. I go, what did I just walk into? But I was the only time out of uh, what twenty years, more than that, since I've been a driver, I've never seen you angry that like that. You but did I handle conflict. that professionally? Yeah, of course. You know, you you have to at one point you have to stand up for yourself. Like this, things ain't right. That that you've you know you've been a shop steward for for de- for a decade at least, and. You had you had that one point going. No, this isn't right, and I need to speak up because this is bullshit now. No, what 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 they did to myself, Julio, Steve, Caesar, uh, Bill, um, uh, who was the other one they removed? Um, uh, Jose, Jose Negretti. Um, what they did there was wrong, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no, there's no freaking need for that. You want your job to be easier? You should have left those people in there. Mm-hmm. 
okay? Because those people could handle those problems. Mm -hmm. We don't have 1,700 grievances piled up in, in, um, on their desks sitting in panel right now. 1,700 and some odd grievances are still piled up. Yes, some of them are starting to get fixed. But we never had that. We never had that. In fact, we were getting grievances taken care of on the spot. We were doing it in-house. We were doing it with the manager. We didn't even have to go to labor for most of them. We didn't have to go up to labor and do anything else. I could talk to a manager and get a guy. So if I made a guy serve a one day, you, by the time he got to a five day, I should have just said, yeah, fuck it, give it to him too. No, I got a five day reduced to let him serve out his term on his three day, which was all correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, it was all correct. And I got them to not go to the five day and give the guy the extra two months so that he could get out of progression. That's what I did. Those are the things that I did. I navigated my way around a, a, a dick of a manager or a, or a great manager or whoever that guy was in that office. I navigated myself around that person. Mm -hmm. I never made a backdoor deal. I never in my life horse traded. Yeah, you heard that term, horse yeah. traded. <laughs> and I'm not a bootlicker like the rest of them that work for him down there. I'm not a fucking bootlicker. And I will never be Damn. a bootlicker. Never heard that term either, bootlicker. I'm about to write these down. Wow. All right, let's let's move let's move ahead of this. I mean, we could sit there and, and I think and I covered most of it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Look, you covered And I'm still I'm still gonna walk into work with a smile on my face. Yeah. I'm still gonna you I'm still gonna answer questions even though they don't want me doing any union business, but uh -huh. I had to remind my business agent that doesn't everything we do here union business. Mm-hmm. Don't you want members to be educated? Mm -hmm. Okay. They're asking me a question. I'm going to fucking answer it. Yeah. It's part of my job. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go down to OCTA and say, hey, so what's going on with your driving over here? I just want to know because, you know, I want to figure it out for you. Mm -hmm. no, that's not what we do. Okay. I know everything about what we do here. I understand it. Mm -hmm. So just yeah. in case they, they, they see me talking to somebody and make sure I'm not doing union business. I just we're want to all, go, I just want to go on the record and say, I'm answering questions, but go ahead. What yeah, answer your questions. Uh, we got a big contract coming up uh, in August. What's your take on it? What What do you see going on? Because we got O'Brien and, and Zucker Zuckerman. If I, Zuckerman. Zuckerman. Yeah, okay, right. O'Brien Zuckerman. They were just down here last week at Local 952 to swear in Jimenez. Jimenez seems to be really close with them. What What are the the drivers want what are we what are we looking for what do we look for every time we go into a contract bigger pension we look for a wage right wage a, pension a raise, and medical we look, for, we look for more money to our pension we look for more money into our medical mm -hmm. those are the three top items that come up every single time mm -hmm. every time those are going to be the exact same three items we're looking for right those three items so the, yeah the other things that are involved there i don't know what you're going to do with those people okay i don't Look, I, I met Sean O'Brien. Where are we at? Let's see. It was right about the time it was uh, it was at the international convention, and we were discussing, or it could have been Unity, where we were discussing um, the app that came out. Um, uh, they know they know who you are. UPSers. Huh? It, it, it was the UPS app. Um, it's, it's skipping my mind right now. It'll come to me. But uh, they were creating the app to inform members of what was going on. 
you know, contractually or whatever else was happening, but plus they could, they could chime into it. I think the IBT eventually ended up using it and then they've turned it into now the new app that they have. Mm -hmm. Right. So it keeps you involved. It keeps, if I, if all members should probably get on there, I would say, because it's, it's the UPS app. It's, it's about you, mm -hmm. whether you're a part-timer or full-timer or feeder driver or wherever you're at UPS, mm. you should get on it. If it's asking you questions, if it's asking you for a proposal, propose something. Mm -hmm. I just don't know where the change came to where now we have a little bit of infighting amongst, amongst ourselves about positions or amongst ourselves about a two-tier system. Mm. Okay. I, I get it. I, I, I totally get it. But when I started at UPS, there was a two-year progression. Once the two-year progression was up, you were at top rate. That's all we thought about. Mm -hmm. We had drivers, utility drivers, meter drivers, part-time loaders, unloaders, the whole bit, right? Mm -hmm. As we've progressed over the years, as we've progressed to now Saturdays, which has been in the contract since I started there, 1990, your workday work week starts on Sunday, ends on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Okay? Saturday and Sunday have always been in there. Saturday's always been a time and a half. There you go. So it's always been there. But now that we progress to this stage, somebody has to work Saturdays. Somebody's got to come in and work Saturdays. Because guys like yourself and me who have, have our years of service in, mm -hmm. I kind of like my Saturdays. And that's not a diss to the younger guys. We've all had to do it over, over our time. Yeah, I had to do uh, Saturday right? air driving. Right. But how many of the people that we have now since we started the contract who became a 224 have a, are pretty close to their four years of progression because I don't think we started hiring them until probably where are we at 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18. So 2018, 2019, we started hiring 224s, getting them trained, and then here we go. And then mm -hmm. Saturdays was kind of a jumbled mess anyway, and then finally it's starting to work itself out. So they're coming up on their four years of progression, right? So they'll be at top rate coming into now the next contract. Mm -hmm. I see the 224 as a Tuesday through Saturday driver. So I don't see him as a 224. I see him as a Tuesday through Saturday driver. The language has to put it that way to differentiate for seniority, has to differentiate for them to go still into an RPCD position. And it does pay them at a lower rate because the lower rate was based on the fact that four of their hours was on the inside and the other four was running bulk and all mm -hmm. kinds of different different things to equal their eight hours. Mm -hmm. If you tie the two wages together, they came up with that number. Now, since the company has completely abused that system, they've abused those people, they've abused them to the fact that they're forcing them in on days that they shouldn't be in, mm -hmm. and they're trying to discipline them for them, well, you screwed up, okay? If you were left well enough alone, you could have easily probably walked into this thing and said, look, we're, we're gonna pay these guys more, we want them paid more, but they want them to be full-time employees. We have enough trouble right now, and they could tell you also, of getting UPS to fill those positions. Somebody retires, fill it. Somebody goes, you run a route for 30 days or three days a week for 30 days, fill it. Okay, we, that's what we want them to do. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's like 
chasing freaking kids to get them to do what they're supposed to do. So I don't know how you're going to make those people full-time completely. Or you may have to make some of them full-time completely. Do we eliminate the 224 and go back to the old? That's what they want. I mean, that's what that's what's being said. That's what that's those are those are strike issues. Two two four strike issue. They want to they want to walk away from the pension strike issue. Okay, those. What are the what are the solidarity slate or and uh, the power slate? What what were our, our, our backing on the two two four? What what was our, our standing? Look, we don't like a two tier system based on the fact that if that guy's doing the exact same job I am, then he should go in at the starting rate of whatever that job is, mm-hmm. not to the top rate. Okay, there's there's a difference now because we are a two tier, mm-hmm. we're a four year two tier program. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, we are. Mm-hmm. You start at this rate, and in four years you make top. Pay. I lo- I looked at it this way. This is what now now you're refreshing my memory. I looked at two two four as you got guys that are like working a year, two years, and now they're two two fours. So I says now you're now you're full time. Now you got a full time uh, hourly going towards a pension. I go because if you're a cover driver. You're still considered part time, so half of that's going towards your pension. At least as a two two four, at least now you got a full time uh, hourly going towards your pension, and that's Correct. what I, I looked. Correct, at. you're increasing the pension because they're full time, so they go right into the full time pension, but, but they still have to go to a four year progression. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've had the four year progression long enough. Mm-hmm. In my mind, they've had it long enough. Mm-hmm. Make it a two year progression. Okay, get rid of the four year progression. The company can afford to back that back down. They're already paying most of the stuff towards the pension and everything anyway. So just move it back down. You could pay these guys more. But what are you going to do with Saturday? That's my thing. Well, it's going to be Sunday pretty soon, too. What do you think? Then they will be Wednesday through Sunday. But you're going to have to do it in a seniority basis. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to seniority it out. So now if – if you're getting rid of the 224 position, and these guys have been in this position now for three years, maybe even coming up on four years, depending on when they came in, correct? Mm-hmm. What are you going to tell them when the company says, we're going to make a third or maybe even two-thirds of those people full-time and the rest of them have to go back? And I'm just, spitball, I'm just spitballing. Well, I mean, I, I know it's one, one thing uh, people, people want is they want, they want the work. They, the, the older people said, we want our work. What happened with these guys PVD? came in driving in two years. So it gave it gave how many people the opportunity to go driving within a couple years? Yeah. And people. what was the norm? Six, seven years? Yeah. Six years for me. Right. Part time. I got offered at four, but I finished college first. Anyway, that's. But I wanted to wait. That's where it's at. Yeah. 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 He's over here. Five. He said five. Se- six. You had to wait six. Wow. Yeah, I got people over here uh, sitting in the background. Yes, mm-hmm. six. But that's what that's what I mean, right? So, I don't know. I don't, right now, I don't know. David, you can start taking the tearing it down. Those are my ideas. Okay, that's th- that's what I think. They want to they want to hop on them and take them. Great, go for it. I don't. You know what? I, I have to sit here. I have to sit here, even as much as I'm, just annoyed and pissed at what. Our local, in my mind, has become, and I don't know who else's. I still have to wish them luck. Mm-hmm. I need them yeah. to succeed. Yeah. Okay, I need them to succeed. But are you going to listen? Okay, can we drop the hypocrisy? Can we drop the bullshit? Can we just 
do do what you're supposed to do over there and start listening to your members that's where i'm at because mm -hmm. it's it, none of it is any good yeah it doesn't help us it doesn't work for us that is not a members first initiative that is it's a me first that that is hurting one and hurting us all say an injury to one is an injury to all that's i'm gonna have to happening. write that down an injury to one is an injury to all i'll give, I you, never all heard I'll give you my notes yeah all those yeah that's that's <laughs> yeah Wayne. you came you came on and you, you spit some uh some fire like i try to stay out of the drama i don't i don't want to i don't know man it's just it's crazy how yeah, I, I see it too, and I try, I try to ignore it and, and hope for the best. But but like, you can. You can. You, it's it's your it's your you, local. No, no, no. I said you can. If you can, you I can, can talk do about it in your own way. Okay, yeah. you can do it in any way that you that you want to. But I I don't I don't I don't look if if you're not if you're not completely involved in it and it hasn't happened to you. No, it's then then there's no reason for you to voice your opinion. No, it's, right? it's, it's it, like I said, it's happened to me. If you weren't directly involved or whatever else, and if you were directly involved, then absolutely voice your opinion. Okay? That's your, you're a teamster for Christ's sake. We're all yeah. brothers and sisters here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Voice your opinion. There's going to be people who just stand up and say, way to go. Okay? Yeah. And you know what? You may not like what people say about you. You may not like what they what they have to say about you, but there are so many people out there that, that can't stand you, and there's many, 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 many more that love you. Yeah, that's one thing that that was scary. Not scary. It was just I started this podcast because I wanted to help people and I wanted to talk about my life experiences. And I'm going through I'm going through so much right now, and and I and I went through so much losing my brother, and I'm constantly and I, I said I got to come on the show and tell people and encourage them because so many people are out there suffering. And so when I ran, like, what do I keep talking to him? I said, well, I've always been involved in union. Let me let me get involved. Let me talk about it on the podcast. And I started getting you on and Terry on and, and Phil Rivera on. And I had Harper on in, in the past. And the, that's what, and, and that's like started what's getting involved. I says, now. man, this is this is amazing because people are tuning in. They want to be educated. This. So what one of the questions I want to ask you, what do you feel right now with the, the way podcasting social media how we're we're you know you got the teamsters on on uh, social media now on instagram and it's starting to pick up i mean in the next couple of years you know it's it, the information is going to be able to be put out there that's part of the organizing brother. yeah and that's that's what we're doing we're organizing and, and i and i and i'm happy and and excited to see the future how how big and how strong we're going to get because we got we got to get stronger we got to get people to tune in and we got to find other ways and right now uh, social media is where it's at and, and YouTube and podcasts and, and we're, it's growing. And so I'm, I'm very uh, excited to see what happens in the next few years. And I, and I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show, man. You, you're someone I look up to and I've always respected you and I always have your back, man. You know, and I apologize when I said we, you, you guys got smoked. I meant we got smoked, you know, and, and I was messing around. I know a lot of people tune in. Hey, and I, was still, even... I was still I was still, a little tender, man. It was just, ooh, man, it stung. I, I swear know, to God, I, I, told, I told them all there. Oh, they, that was the other thing. I mean, I told them all there. You know, everybody was there with us during the vote count. I explained to them all. I, 
basically i heard somebody got in a fight too i got sh- i was shocked oh yeah do you, oh you want to talk about that yeah if you want yeah, oh my we god got yeah, time yeah we got time that this is a good one so anyway uh we got done we heard the vote count we were hoping for a celebration we didn't get it okay those things happen okay yeah just like my cowboys losing mm-hmm. since we're going to talk about them on this podcast i might <laughs> as well get them in one more time <laughs> so look as we talked to everybody i i just basically explained to them i I was shocked. I'm still somewhat in shock. I don't. I'm not sure what happened. I felt like I let a lot of people down. Um, but no, nah, you didn't let nobody down. No, man. but this is I me. Mean, I yeah, just. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I appreciate that. But no, I I felt as if I I didn't know what went wrong. I I must have got the wrong reading on it or whatever else. But during the time we were out there, they uh, one of one of the people that was with our group. And everybody there knows each other. That's the funny thing about what's happening there. Everybody at that place knows everybody. They either worked with them or now they can't stand them because they ran against them and they're not going to get what they want if they lose. For crying out loud, dude, we are all brothers and sisters. So for whatever reason, it kind of got a little out of hand with those two people. Now, they it was a personal beef. From my understanding, it was just a personal beef. All they... They were, they were over there talking. I don't know if there was alcohol involved. I don't know if there was anything else involved. I don't know who did what to who, why, when, where. I don't know. All I know is a sucker punch got thrown. And once that sucker punch got thrown and the yelling started, that's when it turned into chaos. I mean, basically turned into chaos. Everybody was coming out of the hall. Everybody was coming out. Everybody was coming at us. We were trying to grab our people back. We were pulling people back. Jeez. Everybody kept coming forward. We asked them, please stop coming forward. We were trying to get things accomplished. We had people going to their cars, trying to run to grab this, grab that. I was yelling at other people. I was telling them, just get in your car. We're out of here. We we're leaving. We are leaving. We're going. And then, let me see if I can were find you there? it. If I could find it really quick, but I got sent this video. Oh, you got a video of it? Well, I got it. I do have a video of it. Sheesh. That I hear my business agent or a business agent. Let's just put it that way. I heard a business agent yelling out, fuck you, Wayne. Fuck you. Fuck you, Wayne. Fuck you. (laughs) Now, I know this person wasn't on the ballot, so that's fine with me. But here, let me see if I can get this to play. Let me see if this is it. Then you can put it up to the mic. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get it. I'll be able to uh, get in there and, and put it loud. Because I just thought for for whatever reason this was, and this just brings back everything that was just, come on. I mean, this is where we're at now. This is what we're doing here. And hold on, where's that? Um, it just, to me, was mind-boggling that this is somebody who's supposed to be representing me. Somebody I, I, I've known. Man, all for a paycheck. Well, I... We're just fighting for a paycheck. Look, if, if, if they weren't so worried... And look, yeah, see, you can't be if they, worried. If, they weren't, if you're doing if, your job... If and they like, weren't yeah. so worried, if, if you were doing your job, there was no reason to worry. But there's people that... Everybody keeps coming out of the woodworks telling you one thing or another. They want to tell you about 
so-and-so got some work done, so-and-so was using the medical benefits because they thought they were going to lose. And I'm like, are you, are you shitting me? Now, this is being told to me. Mm. Now, I can't, I can't say it's true or not. I can't say any of that. But for somebody to come on and say, oh, yeah, we were totally, you know, we, we knew exactly, we, were, you know, we knew we were going to win. Well, if you knew you were going to win, dude, you sure didn't act like it. You sure did not act like it. I mean, that to me was just, nah. That's, but that's, so that's it, huh? Uh, you ain't going to run again? Well, who said I wouldn't do that? Well, I said, well, I, I thought you were going to retire. It's three years. Well, of course I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire someday. Oh. I'm not retiring right. tomorrow. All right, all right, all right. We got to get Carlos maybe on. Maybe not even next year. We got to get Carlos on, too. Yeah, well, Carlos, I, I like I've talked to Carlos a few times. What is he? Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to get a hold of him. I want to I want him to come on the show, and I want the people to get get to know him. And I, I've spoke with him a few times, and he was thinking about coming on the show. Uh, but you guys just everything just got really busy, and I did get Mike Graziano on. He was he was willing to come on last second, and uh, you know I'll, I'll be honest with you, even if you guys would have came on the show, I don't I don't know if you were going to be able to get all those votes that you guys need. That's oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Let me see if this. Here you go. You could see if yeah, you, just pull the mic. I, I could. Uh, Maybe we won't download because uh, me turn the uh, me turn the phone on because it won't play. I don't think it'll play. Can you hear that? No, I can't hear you. You got to put it up to the mic. Right, no, here we go. Right, yeah, put it up to the mic. I could always turn it up loud in uh, editing. Yeah, just put the speaker next to the mic. Yeah, I, I, I think it has to pick up a signal. Oh, yeah, you can get off of airplane mode. Oh, I hear a little buzz. Yeah, don't worry about that. Is that that, that won't show up. Yeah, it won't show up on that. Did you catch that? Yeah. Okay. Sound like anybody you know? What did I say? This is what happens when... Wow, that's crazy. Look, all in all, there's three years. We have to we have to root these guys on, okay? Get behind your local. Get behind everything else. If what I've said changes your position in any way, shape, or form, gets you more involved, then please get involved, okay? But I wanted to come set a little bit of the record straight. Yeah. Okay? Let members understand that you need to get involved in your local. The only way that we organize is if we're stronger together. Mm. And an injury to one is an injury to all. Mm. So I believe we all need to now start doing our job. Let's just do our job. Move forward, do our jobs. And it's nice right now, right? It's nice right now in our center. We, it's laid back. But what happens if we get someone that's a real strickler? Well, it's only nice right now because it, it was December. Nothing happened in, de in December. Every December I was a steward, nothing happened unless somebody drove a car mm -hmm. through a, you know, a, 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 a T-boned a car or, mm -hmm. or uh, came back in and said, F this, I'm not doing that work or whatever else. Unless somebody put themselves in real, real jeopardy. Hell, they're not. They they're gonna keep everything business as usual. Everybody mm -hmm. just go do their jobs. We need you here every day. We want you in here on Saturday. So yeah, they're gonna look past the lates. They're gonna. Are look they past gonna come after us hard? You think? Because it's a contract year. Are they gonna take it easy? Are they gonna see that? Hey, we got new. We got new shop stewards and and the building. It's just time to you know, they hit them hard. 
I mean, what 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 kind of a uh, plan you think the company has for what's going on in in our in our building? Got to get through the contract first. They got a contract coming up, so I don't know how much they're going to press or move. Yeah, or, yeah, or, that's or, what I'm asking. Or push, push, push. Okay. They either need to keep us in the right direction, the right path. Be cool with us, so we don't. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to sell your product to somebody, or you want somebody to come buy your product, you're not going to put a sign up that says "I'm not selling to you, jackass." Mm-hmm. You're going to put a sign up that says "Please buy one, get one free." You're going to want them to come in, have we'll see, we'll have a good in. day. You're going to want to take care of them. You're going to want to make sure that they're okay. But look, going on. Here's an here's another thing. I don't think I don't think people understand, especially like at, at UPS. You've got. Our medical benefits are a weekly punch. Yes. Okay. And I and, and I, I want the I want the hall to, to know this too, and I'm sure they probably do, but members don't. And I'm not saying I I'm not in favor of a strike, and I'm not saying I am in favor of a strike. What I am in favor of is people going to the table and negotiating in good faith. Mm-hmm. All right. All members are included in this. All members at UPS, whether you work on the East Coast, the Central States, or on the West Coast. We are all involved in this contract. Everybody wants what they want, and they want their piece of the pie. Our medical benefits shut off after one week of no punch. Five, yeah, five days. So if UPS decides to say you're going on strike, you're going to have medical benefits through that strike week because you're not going to have a punch, and then come the next week, you don't have a punch. So your medical benefits will be shut off. And people that have uh, sick kids or sick uh, spouses Correct. or your people sick. who rely on their rely medical on benefits at this time and need to, i mean you, you need to understand that yeah. but look when you go into a strike you need to understand the repercussions of what you're about to do and if you are truly truly standing up for what you believe in like we did in 1997 then you will stand on that picket line and you will do what you're supposed to You'll figure it out. You'll, you can, there's ways to figure it out. When we get closer to that time, if people have questions, I could let them know what we did during that strike. Mm-hmm. I could let them know what we had to do. I mean, we were basically 24 hours a day. Go work for somebody else real quick and then hit the picket line for the next 12 hours. And then go work for somebody and, and earn some money and then go here. Call my, call my creditors. Call everybody I could. Yeah. And in 97... Our, my creditors and everybody else's creditors was t- completely understanding of what was going on. So they worked with you. Your bill collectors, they worked with you. But for how long will they work with you? Okay. Mm. It was scary. Look, it was, it was scary, but we fought for the right reasons because we wouldn't be here today doing what we're doing today had it not been for the people back in 1997. And going forward. Every, every single contract going forward has increased and gotten better. It's increased and gotten better. We may not like some of the language in there, but that can be negotiated. We may not like what people are making an hour with everything that's coming up, but that can be negotiated. Mm -hmm. But careful what you negotiate for. Mm -hmm. Don't do it for the the wrong reasons. No. So those are those are just things that, be, that members need to start. Yeah, don't be quick to quick, quick to the gun because uh, it's like hearing old war stories. Like, man, I wish I I was at war. I wish I could do. Yeah, it'd be cool to go on strike and, and fight, but let's do it for the right reasons. Just don't, don't do it because they're talking about it in the wind. We're gonna go on strike or we're gonna take it to them. 
Like, let's make sure we do it for the right reasons. Let's, let's get informed. Tune hey, Clinton, in. Clinton told UPS and, and the Teamsters to go back to the table. Okay? That could happen this time. If it's going to be such an economic burden on transportation and, and the industry itself, the government will step in and say, get back to the table. Yeah, I don't think we'll go on strike. I don't, I don't think. I think we'll, we'll, we'll get good. I mean, it's a great, it's a great thing to have. Yeah. Okay. It's a great thing to have because it does put pressure on a lot of people. But don't forget about the pressure it may put on you. And are you willing to stand up with that pressure? And if you are, then you are doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Wayne, we are we are way past our mark. Before we get out of here, do you have anything you got to say? Else, I mean, you said a lot. Have I not said? <laughs> <laughs> Have I not said enough? No, I no. Look, I I want to thank everybody who voted with us, voted for us, worked with us, um, helped us out on the campaign. Um, it's time for the local to get to work, get get to work, do the right thing. That's basically it. Okay. Um, that's it, man. That's all I got. I mean, I think I, I think I put a lot. Yeah, I think you, yeah, you today. did good, Wayne. Thank you once again. Thank you once again for coming on our show. Pleasure. Thank you once again for all my listeners around the world that tune in to the Raider and Satan podcast. This was a Teamster Union episode. Uh, I love you guys, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we are growing, man. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I'll guys, I'll keep you updated. There's a lot of things I want to talk about personally that's happened to me. Uh, last week uh, I'll do an updated podcast soon I had to get Wayne in here a good friend of mine uh, respect him love him and I love you guys man so thank you for tuning in I'll see you guys soon alright be good to one another and love each other okay life is short peace <laughs>